Hello, my name is Jacob People, and this is my brand new podcast. So, hi, today we're going to be speaking about the NHS gender services, because, good Christ, they're, they're great, but they're absolutely soul-crushing and devastating all at the same time. And I don't actually think many people know about it unless you are in the trans community and you use the services. So I was referred to the NHS gender clinic in 2017. That's like literally like four years ago, which is an absolute joke. Um, Then I wasn't actually aware of private services um, until many years later. And I was like, oh my God, shit, I can actually afford this. Well, I can't afford it, but let's crowdfund it. Um, And it's just an absolute, you know, it's unethical. Like you wait in four years for something that, ultimately is going to give me a better quality of life and that's what you'd think um that's what you everyone was going to believe you know first appointment comes around um and you know you tell them what you want so I want surgery and I want hormones and yep that's cool let's do that but people don't realize that there's multiple appointments with many years between each appointment and it is the most soul-crushing experience. And I haven't even started the process yet. I know so many people who are doing, like, fundraisers and, you know, just basically begging for money online to go private because the services, by the time I get surgery, will probably be, I'll probably be 30 years old. And, you know, that's most of my well not most of my life but it feels like it'd be most of my life gone um yeah it's crazy how I felt I had to beg people for money um I was at the point of I was very much at the point of potentially taking my own life because of the waiting times um and it got to a point where it I had to beg for money um, and in my heart, I didn't want to. I felt that was completely wrong. Um, but thank fuck for places like Gendercare, which have private clinicians who who have given me diagnosis and, you know, have led me to being on testosterone um, and starting that medical journey because I wouldn't know where I'd be today without that. And to everyone who's donated, everyone who's shared, retweeted, I can't thank you guys enough because honestly, you've honestly saved my life by, you know, even a five pound donation, one pound donation, two pound, like any part of the money that's gone towards, you know, that part of the journey that I've already started has been, you know, life saving for me. And it shouldn't be like that. Um, NHS services shouldn't, you shouldn't have to wait so many years for something. Um, and it, it doesn't surprise me sadly that the suicide rates among trans among the trans community is so damn high, it's unreal. Um and it's just a it's a mixture of the lack of acceptance from other people, but the society we live in and also the services that can't meet the demand of people trying to seek the support.
I I think to sort of conclude this, I I suppose I hope to see a day where, you know, all services are met with the same quality. All patients have the same idea of when they will get that operation or when they will get that consultation or or appointment and to not be left in the dark. Um, and also, I think I hope one day trans healthcare will be less specialist and more normal, um, where services aren't as difficult to to access and, you know, support is there timely because at the moment what I'm seeing is services not being able to meet demand and the, the mental health impact on trans people like me is huge. And I know there's a lot of people fighting behind the scenes um, to lower the waiting times. Um, the government in, isn't listening. Um, and with with my experience of campaigning for mental health awareness and better services, I'm hoping that I can be the voice of partially within creating that change and, and creating a better future for, for trans individuals, uh, making the world safer for, for us all.